What is up, guys? It's Alex Johnson here, the founder and lead analyst at YardsburgFantasy.com. Welcome to the 97th episode of the Feed Me Fantasy Podcast. Let's eat. I cannot remember a year with this much quarterback movement. It's incredible. It's been insane. Wilson to Denver. Wentz to Washington. Watson to Cleveland. Matt Ryan to the Colts. Marcus Mariota signing, getting another opportunity to be a starting quarterback in the league in Atlanta. Same with Mitchell Trubisky in Pittsburgh. I mean, let's talk about the Falcons for a minute, though. They trade Matt Ryan. But let's go back. Let's hit the rewind button back a year. When it was clear and obvious, or should have been clear and obvious, that the Falcons are a rebuild team. Matt Ryan's at the end of his career. We're getting there. That team is in shambles. Brand new coaching staff, front office, all that. Obvious they should have been in rebuild mode. Instead, they try to piece together a team that, again, obviously, was not going to be any sort of serious contender. So let's go back to last year's draft. Number four overall pick. All right. The Falcons could have had Justin Fields or Mac Jones with that number four pick. Instead, they drafted a damn tight end. They drafted a fucking tight end. What the hell are you doing? Clear and obvious. You should have been in rebuild mode. Trade Matt Ryan last year. Right? Or even... Even even if you don't want to, if you weren't ready to trade Matt Ryan yet, keep him on the roster, trade him this year like you did. Draft that quarterback at number four and one of the best quarterback drafts we've had in a long time. Would have had your choice, your pick, between Justin Fields or Mac Jones. And you drafted a fucking tight end. And now look where you are. You got the trade from Matt Ryan. Maybe could have gotten more a year ago. He's a year younger. Who knows? And even if not. Now you got Marcus Mariota. Who's going to... I love it. I love... Believe me, I love the signing of Marcus Mariota. I'll get to him in a second. But what you could have done is you could have had one of these rookies from last year completely started your rebuild right instead you get Mariota you got Mariota and now you're going to get a average starting quarterback in the NFL and now that's going to get you to 6-7 wins 5 wins not the number 1 pick not the number 2 pick so now you're going to be stuck now you're stuck for the next two years because you're not gonna you're not gonna have a pick high enough to take one of the top quarterbacks. You're not gonna have that top five pick. You still might be in the top ten. I just I just don't understand. I don't understand what these teams are doing. You gotta look at your team. You gotta look at your roster and just just be honest with yourself. If the rest of us can see it, you gotta be able to see it. 
So that's my rant on the damn Falcons. What are you doing? But I did want to admit, I did want to talk about Mariota because if if I am a team that's in need of a quarterback with the quarterbacks that have been available during this process during this offseason, obviously Deshaun Watson aside, Russell Wilson aside, I'm talking like actually like reasonably available like Baker Mayfield, Mariota, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis Winston, those guys. Mariota would have been would have been my target. So I'll give the Falcons props for that. I'll give you that. You fucked it up all the way up to this point, but I'll give you that. All right? Mariota would have been would have been my guy too. Easiest to acquire. You don't have to give up assets to get him. He's a free agent. And you just build an offense around his skill set. And see where he can take you. See where he can take you. He was the number two overall pick a few years ago for a reason. He's got talent. He's got skill. He took the Titans to the playoffs. If he can stay healthy, maybe he's developed. Had He was you know coached by John Gruden the last couple of years. Sitting behind Derek Carr. Maybe he's grown. Maybe he's grown as a passer. He can use those wheels. Maybe the Falcons will, you know, take advantage of his running ability and just commit to Marcus Mariota and build an offense around him. Because that's what I would do. I mean, I would have drafted a quarterback in number four last year, but that aside, that's what I would do. And if it doesn't work out, you draft a quarterback in, in 2023 or 2024. And I'm drafting Marcus Mariota, by the way, right now, on underdog fantasy in the Superflex tournament before his ADP corrects. He's still a great value right now in underdog. So use our promo code YARDSPER and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. I'm also taking advantage of some of these incredible values we're seeing with these incoming rookies. One of those being Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas, who we are profiling today. He's a junior. He's 22 years old. Six foot two, 225 pounds. He is a monster. He was a three-sport athlete at Warren High School in Arkansas. He excelled in baseball and basketball on top of being a dominant force on the gridiron. As a junior, he topped 1,000 receiving yards and 12 touchdowns on 45 receptions. As if that wasn't impressive enough, he added another 936 rushing yards and 27 touchdowns on 114 carries. The incredible performance and versatility earned him four-star recruiting status as the top-rated player in the state of Arkansas. He received offers from LSU, Ole Miss, Clemson, Florida State, Michigan, Tennessee, before committing to stay close to home and join the Razorbacks. Where Burks was an immediate producer, he had an immediate impact in Arkansas, leading the team with 475 receiving yards on 29 receptions while starting 9 of 11 games as a true freshman. His 16.4 yards per reception average was second among all SEC freshmen, and he was second in receiving yards per game. Arkansas also used him as a returner, 
where he earned second-team All-SEC honors for his special teams contributions, on top of all-conference freshman honors. Burks built off his terrific start to his career as a sophomore. In nine games, he had 51 receptions for 820 yards and seven touchdowns. He ranked third in the SEC in yards per game with 91.1. It was fifth in receiving yards. That's in the SEC. We're not talking some, you know, mid-Atlantic conference. We're talking the SEC. That's impressive. And it was more of the same in 2021 with 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns on 66 receptions. That included a 179-yard and two-touchdown performance against Alabama. He added another 112 rushing yards and another touchdown on 14 carries. After three seasons, Burks departs sixth in school history in career receptions with 146, sixth in receiving yards, 2,399, and tied for fifth in receiving touchdowns with 18. So let's talk about the positives, the things that we like in Traylon Burks' profile. First is his 45.9%, 92nd percentile college dominator per playerprofiler.com. He had a 31.3% target share. He's got great size. We talked about that. Six foot two, 225 pounds. He's got a 106.4, 86th percentile speed score. And again, that's per playerprofiler.com. He's a versatile weapon. He had 38 career rush attempts. He's a beast after the catch. He was sixth in the nation in yards after catch per reception in 2021 per PFF. He averaged 5.5 receptions per game in 2021 with 3.52 yards per team pass attempt and a 50% receiving touchdown share. And he had 24 career kick or punt returns. On the negative side, his 117.1 29th percentile burst score is underwhelming. His route running can be improved and his route tree can be expanded on. He played 77% of his routes from the slot in 2021 per PFF. And he's inconsistent in contested situations. The bottom line is, Traylon Burks is an impressive athlete at 6'2", 225. He used that size to an advantage, eating up yards after the catch as a return man and with nearly 40 career rush attempts. While he played a ton of slot in college, the expectation is he will line up out at X the majority of the time at the NFL level. That will allow him to take full advantage of his size and athleticism and maximize his fantasy football potential. We have seen numerous wide receivers come in and make an immediate impact over the last few years. Burks is a strong candidate to add himself to that list. He'll be a threat in all three levels. His offenses will manufacture touches for him to take advantage of his run-after catchability while also making him a primary target in the deep and intermediate quadrants of the field. It would be a shock to see Burks still on the board after the first 20 picks on draft day.
He's a prime candidate to be the first wide receiver drafted and is locked in as the rookie wide receiver one in Dynasty. 